0: welcome to the grappling we Re- Blah, see exactly grappling rewind podcast welcome to this week on the grappling rewind podcast in this week's show we are diving into our adcc 2022 preview uh, miranda and i have spent the last probably three and a half hours yep, going four through hours. every single entrant in adcc 2022 all 98 entrants and basically pulling through who they fought Maybe where they're going to end up in bracket, and basically we're going to discuss this week in the show um, how things have gone in the past with the people that are in ADCC. As always in the show, my host Maine, join the co-host
1: Miranda. Hey, Miranda. Pretty good. How are you?
0: Doing pretty good. That was uh, we. So we anticipated that taking I don't know a couple hours.
1: Yeah, not not like three and a half, four it, hours. It took but, about uh,
0: double the time that we thought. Uh, full disclosure. So we're doing this the week before uh, we fly out to ADCC. We're flying out like that Monday.
1: Yeah, so we, we're gonna do one more show before we fly out. Yeah. Unless you wanna do a show like middle of the night Monday from Vegas. We could do that we, too. We
0: land in Vegas like late, eleven o'clock late and not enough time to get the show out on Tuesday. Oh, okay. But, so we'll probably do the show that Sunday, so yeah. another week. But we'll so this week's show we're basically just gonna run through and talk about um who is faced who already and then sort of how that went. Talk a little about some of the grapplers that are in it, and then on next week's show, as we get closer to bracketing, we'll have a week to kind of digest. Maybe figure out where some brackets are going to line up, in kind of some more depth, and talk about matchups that we the actual matchups that we're likely to see. So we're going to preview that a little bit this week. Talk through what we know so far for ADCC, and basically give you a rundown of hey, this guy's already fought this guy, and it was what well, was five years ago or yeah. four years ago. So for some of these, we didn't pull super super far, um, but a lot of them we did We went back to like 2017 for kind of yeah, most people for most of them. But some guys are really really active.
1: And sometimes results aren't where they're supposed to be. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah,
0: many times where it's like, do we have that match written down? Nope, it's on this other guy's record and yeah. not on his record. Yeah. So if we miss stuff, you know, feel free to shoot us a DM. Follow us at Grappling Rewind on Instagram. Um, we're gonna basically rev up our ADCC coverage uh, now and then and we'll at take the event pictures itself and all
1: kinds of fun stuff: pictures, while we're
0: there. And videos, and interviews, and and generally sort of just you know follow us there. Share the show with your friend if you want to get your friends into kind of what is ADCC. Um, this week in news, I don't think we have a ton of news. There's a couple no. of replacements this week. Majid um, Hage is in, was he in last week?
1: I think he was in last week because I think both him and Owen were in last week, yeah. right?
0: So I think we have, we have those. I don't think we have any additional Because they were my two shifts. favorites that made it. Um, people are now, we're starting to learn, we're starting to find visa issues. Uh, yeah. Visa issues are always something we get usually within one to three weeks out guys yeah. figure out that they can't get visas to come to the u.s and they they kind of wait to the last minute to yeah. get the verification on that so it is very possible we have a couple of more replacements come in um as people can't make it into the u.s it happens every year pretty much in every country every you know if there's always someone yeah from one and, of the countries, in, in all honesty event, they
1: should be getting in at least a week ahead of time so
0: yeah I so mean, yeah most of the guys are starting to fly into vegas like, like soon like soon like, um,
1: like, this week sometime, you should be flying into Vegas. Right. In theory. Because we're coming into Vegas, like, a couple days before. We're coming
0: in as, like, fans and press. Well, They're I'm going to
1: do the Open, do so I so need, channel. like, a little bit of time to, to prepare for the Open. To
0: acclimate. So, yeah. we so we pulled through every division. So, let's talk about... We, we got thank you fight to win bet. We have... Um, Betting odds. Betting odds. (laughs) Rankings. Betting odds. Yes, betting odds. And for the most part, honestly, I I actually really like the betting odds. So I actually want to talk about those first. Okay. We'll run through the betting odds. Then I think we'll run through the divisions, unless you think there's another way that we should do it.
1: We should... Do you want to do it
0: when we do divisions. I think
1: we do each division. Okay.
0: Do you want where? Do you, which division do you want to start with? Well,
1: we're going to start at sixty-six. That's 66 in The order
0: we did it initially. Yeah, so. Just because
1: that way we don't confuse ourselves.
0: So men sixty-six. So we have we have also the super fight, which is Gordon Ryan and Andre Gavao. They're giving Gordon Ryan minus six hundred favorite, Gavao plus three hundred underdog. Um, not really surprising. Not really surprising. I think that would have been a significantly wider. Had we not seen the Pena matchup, but that's still, you know, pretty sizable favorite for Gordon. Um, We'll talk about that. Probably that will be a big focus of next week's show when we get kind of into specific matchups. Talk about the kind of tactics and that. But so look forward to that next week. Gordon Ryan versus Andre Galvao and then a bunch of other ones. So men's 66 gary tonin is a plus 35 underdog and so basically everyone 135 because you have divisions you're basically it's picking the winner so there isn't a single person aside from gordon ryan in his division at 99 nine, who yeah. is a who is a favorite
1: he's a favorite everyone
0: favorite. else is an underdog and that's how pretty much how big divisional sports work for odds is that pretty much everyone's an underdog because yeah. you have 16 people and you have to figure well, out and how they're bracketed yeah and all that stuff
1: mma odds are weird too there's yeah. some bizarro odds mm-hmm. but anyway so
0: we have gordon ryan at a plus 135 favorite here above kennedy by five points you know, yeah plus 40 so it is interesting in 66 we have no returning champion and gary tonin gets that top seed. i have him personally seated at two but i don't necessarily think the one seed is wrong you know it makes a lot of sense we've talked about it a lot off air yeah, is we have a lot of these guys have Losses to other people in the division and wins against people in the division, and also outside of their division, have wins and losses. Like, there are a lot of matches that you can blueprint against people in this division. Like, Tonin has a couple of losses to JT. Yeah. When we talk about, um, The records for the people in the division, where we are specifically only talking about people that are currently in their division. Yeah. So when he pulled Gary's record, like we didn't look at any of his, you know, matches against like Rotolo or against um, JT or anyone that's you know, and because Gary
1: isn't generally a sixty-six, he's more of a seventy-seven.
0: And I think that was kind of the Um, the thing that was kind of most surprising for a lot of the guys we pulled was there have been some pretty significant weight changes, and some of
1: them are ages, like Cade and Ty. I mean, they're young, yeah. so of course they're going to bump up. Yeah, Kay, not, Ty was yeah. at
0: sixty six in yeah. twenty nineteen. Now he's at eighty eight. Like he just skipped seventy seven. Now Cades in seventy seven. So a lot of the guys that are on Ty's record yeah. are either in seventy seven or sixty six. Yeah. They're not in eighty eight. Um, but again, also we have guys like Kyle Bame, historically been a hit heavier guy. Yeah, now moving down. And we have we like
1: have, Craig Jones going up. Yeah. we have a couple other ones that are moving around. So yeah,
0: so there's a lot. There's a lot of guys that we would have had more record or more people that they have faced in their division, especially guys like Gary Tonin, had they stayed at the division they historically have been competing at. Yeah, and that but I was, think
1: it's also so you don't have a bunch of teammates sitting together right. in and the and same division. Right, you know, guys'
0: bracket. So if you don't know... 80cc brackets teammates, so they have to fight in either the first round or at maximum the second round. Yeah. Um, this really only affects a couple of people in some divisions, kind of yeah, less s- so than it historically 77? has.
1: 77, I think, is the big one.
0: Uh, 99. 99 is the big 99 one. 99 is the big one. And then, so the only one we have at 66 is Gio uh, Martinez and Keith Gregorian. Yeah. So interesting enough, like they're not only on the same team, but Geo has actually coached Keith for a lot, and I think yeah. I think technically I needed to speak. To I think Keith he's about under
1: this. his brother. He's technic- under Boogie. Yeah. think,
0: technically. Yeah, but has been in the same room with Geo a lot. Yeah, they've trained together. I, I want I'd say a lot. I think they have trained together a lot. They have. In the
1: past. But I think Keith, from what I've seen at least recently, is Keith isn't training as much at 10th Planet. I mean, he is training at 10th Planet, but he's also training a lot with John Combs. Yeah, um, and he's been training. a lot. Like outside of mm-hmm. the uh,
0: the fight to win sphere, the, like, the, uh, the the tenth planet, sphere. the tenth
1: planet like San Diego scene.
0: Yeah, so that again, that may be in a preparation to have a match against Geo. You know that yeah. guys move around a lot for ADCC to really cater their training camps to that. But yeah. that is a matchup that we are going to see those guys on the same side of the bracket. Most likely, based on how the bracketings work, they'll they'll meet in the second round if they both make it through. Yeah, which again, given their history with the organization and the event, ADCC could absolutely see them both moving through. Keith has uh, four trials medals, three of them silver, one of them gold. Finally, yeah, Geo has been in ADCC since like what twenty. 20- 13 or 15 who knows or he's something. been in there for a while since jeff glover was in there like yeah. been in there a very long time they both have a ton of experience in the rule set wouldn't surprise to see them jeff meet.
1: glover will probably be there with his little dog again like yep. he was at west coast trials
0: probably so we're, yeah. we're gonna, so we'll <laughs> talk about that match this following week uh when we talk about matches that we are definitely going to see some recent rematches that we have so keith has recently faced uh ash Williams in a non-ADCC rule set, which was Grapple Fest. And that was a close decision. So, again, ADCC prioritizes placing rematches in the finals only, but they really heavily wait if that match took place in ADCC rules or not in ADCC rules. And they prioritize world championship matches over everything. So, yeah. if you guys met at the finals of the last ADCC world championships you are in, you are going to be on the opposite side of the bracket. Yeah. If you all met in trials, you will most likely be in the opposite side of the brackets. If you met at another organization this year, like six months ago, you'll probably be on opposite sides of the brackets. But yeah, as you see... It, get, it
1: gets a little complicated at times. It gets complicated. And we attempted to bracket and it was Yeah, not, we spent
0: about an hour attempting to start work. bracketing and then did, realized did like, we're going to be here for seven hours. Yeah. So we just went through the matchups today and then we'll try to kind of piece some bracketing together yeah. for next week if we can.
1: So, and um, Keith had two recent matches with Cisneros. Yeah,
0: and those are both under ADCC rule set. Yeah. So he has the, tri- the uh, West Coast Trials win, and that's by sub. And then last week, and we talked about it on the show, he has the fight-to-win match that Cisneros took Which via is, decision yeah. very close. So I think... Based on how this division looks, they'll probably bracket these guys on opposite sides because they do have a recent match where Keith beat Cisneros in an 80cc yeah. rule set, I and see they that did too. fight again recently. So they have two recent matches in the last in the last 12 months yeah. before the event where they fought each other. I will see them on the opposite sides of the bracket. Um, another interesting one is East, Ethan Cronston has losses to both Diego Oliveira um, in dis, in uh, by decision in 2022. And Gabriel Sozat fight to win in 2021. So, again, that could affect... I could absolutely see those guys bracketed on opposite sides. Um, but they're not ADCC matchups. Yeah. But they may, they may be on opposite sides because of that. Um, Ethan also has a loss to Ash Williams on Polaris in 2019. But, again, we're getting a couple of years down the line. Yeah. And, you'll, and you'll see this. So, in your head as we go through all this, just wait those, you know, if it's a recent match in ADCC probably opposite sides if it's a match from 2016 in like fight to win yeah or like then IB, it's, jgf it's probably ADCC be further may back, or may yeah. not care about that um you know if there are other things that are bigger factors in that division um he also has a win ethan also has a winner of keith rickorian in 2019 and in 2018 okay and given he has two wins wouldn't be surprised to see those guys on opposite ends of the bracket um actually one of the wins is in adcc Uh, on trials okay so so ethan beat keith uh i forget which trials but either 2018 or 2019 trials um to make it in and then actually i think was injured before adcc which is why ethan got the invite interesting enough they have ethan as a plus 1000 uh in this division he is bottom five
1: and i don't think he belongs there I, I but know. I don't know if Gabriel Sousa belongs down there either. So
0: let's, let's run through. So in yeah. order, we have Gary Tonin, Kennedy Masayel, Colabate at 215. Uh, these are the odds, by the way. Uh, Fabrício Andre at 255. Diogo he- Diego Hayes at 275. Diego Oliveira at 450. Ash Williams at 500. Keith Krikorian at 550. AJ Aguizam at 600. Josh Sishneros at 600. Ron Alvarenga at 600. Gabriel Souza at 600. See a little trend there in yeah. the middle where very, very closely ranked. Um, then Ethan bumps up to 1,000. Gio Martinez is at 1,500. Jeremy Skinner is at 2,000. And Sam McNally is at 2,500. Yeah,
1: I, I don't agree with Kralenstein. And I don't agree with uh, Gabriel Souza. Again, this is I to win, though. Yeah. So th-
0: it, this is like he has to get through yeah, with what they're saying. For odds to win. Um, yeah. I do really like how they've bracketed. Like They, they have put Ash Williams above Kokorian here. Ash Williams is the European Trials winner. Keith is the West Coast Trials winner for U.S. But again, with Williams' recent win over Kokorian, him being at 500 and Kokorian being at 550, I think is really reasonable. I think it's funny that Cisneros is 50 points, again, above Kokorian, even though he has a recent run fight to win, but he does have that 80CC loss. So it's like, yeah. I think that middle pack. And then AJ thrown in also at 600 for good measure. Um, I think is really is really interesting. He's a again, yeah. former silver medalist at ADCC. He is. He looked decent at trials until he ran into Barch at seventy seven, who he, was like, "Hey man, I'm here for keeps."
1: But his last few matches haven't been the best.
0: No, they haven't been, been the best. Way. So that's those are the, those are the not rankings. Those are the odds that are yes. we have on for fight to win bet. Um, Gary, who's in this division, has faced AJ. That was all the way back in twenty seventeen, and that was that like. Knee bar that AJ just didn't tap to. He
1: doesn't tap to anything. No.
0: Ever. So that was the magic he kind of blew his knee out. And then the next day, AJ was like squatting his girlfriend next to a pool. He's like, no nah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, this isn't pre recorded. Like, I watched his knee buckle after and he's fine. So, yeah, whatever. That was like five years ago. Again, because Gary and AJ are both medalists, again, different weight classes, that makes sense to brag So, really, Gary, Kennedy, and AJ are probably in their own quad. their own kind of sections of the the 16-man bracket because you have silver medalist, silver medalist, silver medalist. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Let's see. Gabriel Souza has a loss to Keith at who's number one. Um, Gabriel Souza also has a loss to Diego Pato Oliveira in 2021. AJ has
1: a loss to Gabriel Souza. In 2022. Oh, yeah,
0: in 2022 at Worlds it's in, the in gi. GI. And it's again, ADCC doesn't really care much about the GI, but, but we, yeah. we pulled all the records uh, so that we we knew what was going on. Uh, Gabriel Sosa also has a win over Josh Cisneros at IBJJF and PANS last year in 2021. Uh, Gabriel Sosa also has a win over Colabate Bate in 2021, at who's number one. And so that's, I yeah. think, the who's number one rule set. I think is very similar to the yeah, fight rule set so with how it's going to be seeded in ADCC, but recent matches with high profile people like Abate. Yeah, but you and see Suza. that does,
1: you see that doesn't matter with betting odds because Cole Abate still has better betting odds than yeah. than Susan, which I think
0: is really interesting. Like it, it's a decision win. I think it was like it was close, but I don't I don't remember that being a controversial win. No, I don't either. I remember going, yep, that's that's reasonable. Um, so that is curious that like, Cole Diego, is like Diego, so because
1: Diego Reese or Diego
0: Diego Hayes. Or no. Gabriel Oliveira.
1: Oliveira is actually above Souza, and Souza. No, he's lost three times to him. Yeah, yeah, okay, Gabriel okay, so Souza has. Sense too.
0: Yeah. So again, we spent three hours running through these to get just notes on the board. If you hear something incorrect, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, we're trying. It's a holiday for we're us. Trying.
0: We're trying the best that we can. Um, Gabriel Souza has three losses to Diego Oliveira in 2021 at Nogi Worlds, at EUG, which is also a Nogi event, and in 2020 at EuroPro um, and a win in 2019. So they faced each other a lot, but Soza, Diego Oliveira has historically beaten um, Gabriel Souza, just... which it makes sense that Gabriel Souza is below him in the rankings there by about 150 points for betting odds. Gabriel Soza also has a loss to Kennedy, who's ranked number two yeah. in 2020. So... Really interesting division. There's a lot of guys that have faced each other, a lot of guys that haven't faced each other. It will be very interesting. We're probably going to see Gary and Kennedy against, for pretty much every bracket, the top two guys will probably face the lower two guys, which is Jeremy Skinner and Sam McNally. Those will probably be how we see most of the bracket shake out, especially because for most of the divisions— the lower three or four seed people haven't faced anyone at the top true so it makes seating really easy you can kind of slot those people in yeah. you know very easily and historically that's how that's how brackets have been made um in this bracket as well who first Fabrizio Andre
1: he's fourth
0: yeah there he is yeah. uh, Fabrizio Andre has a loss to Diego Hayes at ADCC trials in 2022 so again Read into that, probably opposite sides of the bracket. Fabricio also has a win over Kennedy in the Gi in 2022. So, you know, probably not going to be in his quad there in the bracket. Fabricio has a draw with Keith on Polaris. Again, with the Polaris wins, especially in that team squads format, like I don't know how they're going to bracket or seed those or how much they're going to consider that because it's such a different rule set.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's like you're not
0: really fighting for, there's no points. You can only win by sub or draw. It's kind of like quintet. Yeah. And especially if there's a draw, like a, just a draw between two guys and no one won, I, I actually don't think they'll probably consider those very high when it regards to seeding yeah. because it is such a different rule set. But there's a lot of guys that have recently on Team Brazil or Team US yeah. or Team UK and Ireland have recently gone against each other on the Polaris format. Fabricio Andre has a draw with Keith and oh yeah, Polaris. He has a draw with Gio on Polaris. He has two wins over Diego Oliveira in 2021. And he has a win over Juan Averenga in 2021 as well. So, yeah. Tough. It, for me, we got about, again, halfway through bracketing this up. Um, yeah,
1: and it's it's definitely not the easiest to put together.
0: Yeah. And especially um. with like, where you put everyone in, uh, again, it gave, gave me a new appreciation for. Uh, For what Mo and those guys do for basically picking and bracketing, because I think you know 2019 bracketing was very very reasonable. So, any other kind of thoughts on uh, under six?
1: Six now.
0: All right, moving on to under 77 kilograms, we have returning two-time champion J.T. Torres, only at plus 125. Uh, Michael Gaval hot in his heels at plus 140. Cade Rotolo, plus 165. Dante Leone, plus 300. William Tackett, plus 425. Roberto Jimenez. So William Tackett's actually a pretty highly ranked trials winner here. And that kind of speaks to the difficulty of West Coast trials there. Him taking that ADCC yeah. uh, West Coast trials. He's above even guys like Davi Ramos that have previously, like, won. Has uh, Davos Run Has he, Did he win? I don't I think so. he won. He might be placed at least. So William Tackett is at 425, Roberto Jimenez is at 450, Davi Ramos is at plus 450, Nicky Ryan plus 475, Ani Varela at plus 500, PJ Barch at plus 500, Tommy Langecker plus 500, Renato Canuto plus 550, Lachlan Giles done dirty at plus 800, uh, Oliver Taza plus 1250, Majig Hage uh, plus 1250, and then Kenta Iwamoto at plus 2500. So, do we have two B team guys at this? We have Kenta Iwamoto and Nikki Ryan.
1: I don't know if we really consider Kenta a B team.
0: I don't know if we consider them, but he's been. We've seen a bunch of footage of him training at B team, and so I think it, I think they'll probably put him against Nikki in the second round. Because again, and given Nikki's seating, I could I could see that, or I could not see that. Again, Nikki's a hard one to kind of. Pick four. This bracket has a ton of guys that have faced each other before. Um, I, th- I think we're going to see probably JT versus Kenta Iwamoto as the first one because yeah, again, I they're putting so Kenta too. at plus 2,500. Um, Either
1: him or, or Majid.
0: Yeah, because they're both late replacements. Oh, yeah. Majid is a late replacement yeah, after Kenta a yeah. Kenta is a winner, but mm-hmm.
1: Majid is a late replace- and he, and replacement. And so it,
0: when we're seeing the odds here, they are definitely ranking the Australian trials winners significantly lower, and even some of the European trials winners significantly lower. And that's, uh, that's just how the odds are, are folding yeah. out, whether you agree with that or not. There are some, there's some phenomenal talent in those brackets, but they're getting ranked significantly lower. There's, I also, think there's see, also a
1: difference of two or three matches to win as opposed to, like, eight matches to win. Yeah, and yeah. The, that, comes, that,
0: comes, that comes into play here because we have, like, Andy Varela and PJ Barch. Who both didn't win West Coast trials in the middle of the pack above guys like Langacker, yep. who won their trials and Lachlan Giles, who's been to ADCC multiple times before. Like it it I think it really does speak to the think, odds makers how highly don't they are. I think ranking. Lachlan's
1: come alou- come out of um Australia recently. Has he? Has he been in He's been doing seminar tours. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's doing okay. semina-
0: seminar tours in uh, Europe and in like tropical paradise okay. places. So
1: he's, but he's been around.
0: So he's been around, but he's been doing sub meta and like, yeah, he's been, he's been having a kid and stuff like that. Um, we are going to see, I think JT and Kenta and then the second round for, you know, if, if Kent is able to pull up one of the biggest upsets, probably in ADCC in a long mm-hmm. time, we'll see, um, Nikki Ryan versus Kenta or yeah. we'll see JT versus Nikki Ryan. Yeah. And kind of based on the seating for Nikki, That matchup makes a lot of sense. You know, he's middle of the pack. Yeah, Kenta's lower pack. With if you bracketing your, if you bracketing with how guys end up, that will probably be where both guys end up. Um, those are that is rough matches for both guys. But again, the B team guys have probably been looking at JT's game for many years now, and like game planning for JT, I think. Keenan has also been at B-Team recently and he trained for years and years and yeah, years with he did with I
1: watched a bunch of videos of Keenan at uh, B-Team.
0: So it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me but if ke- they've picked up a Kenan lot. Keenan was
1: a little, he looked a little sloppy. A
0: ke- little l shape, A little l shape, A little bit. shape a little he- bit.
1: It's been some time for him. It's
0: been some time. Um, <laughs> so we're also going to see... I still watch him.
1: it because it's fun. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. I like watching yeah. Kenan. Uh, we're going to see Varela and PJ they are going to be on the same side of the brand. Yeah. They're both 10 Planet guys. Varela and PJ, did they meet they, yes, they did. At trials?
1: Yeah. Um, it's down there. He, uh, PJ lost Avella in ADCC trials. Yeah, the West, uh, West Coast. Coast. Yeah.
0: Um, so, you want to do it this way or you want to do it the other way?
1: No, it... We can
0: so let's run through PJ first.
1: No, let's go. Let's start at the top because okay. if not, we're going to get lost in our pages because we've been doing this shit for way too long. A couple ago. hours now. So, also, thing. we want to also mark that uh, William Tackett and Hanato uh, Canuto are both checkmat. Yeah. And so they're probably going to be on the same side of the bracket right. also. Even though
0: they don't train together, they're both in the same association. Yeah. Historically, and
1: historically they, they try to get them to go. Yeah. So
0: it's like Pretty if you train same. together, it matters like more. But if you're in the same association, it also matters. They're not going to put two guys that are in the same. Team yeah, they don't want two checkmate. Brackets.
1: Yeah, and they don't want two checkmate guys at the very end. Yeah, and you know they just I mean? they just don't do it anymore. Yeah.
0: So um, we have Cade. So let's talk about Cade because Cade is ranked number three right now. Athos uh, been looking amazing recently. Recent win over Gary Tonin. I'm uh, sorry. Um, Who did he fight on? Him and his brother on the same one card. Was it Shinya?
1: Yeah. Shinya Okami. Yeah.
0: And And Ty beat um, Gary. Yeah. Uh, But, again, different weight classes. Cade has two losses to Roberto Jimenez, one at the 2020 Kumite for third-coast grappling, and one on road to ADCC, which was a rear naked choke. Yeah. So, very kind of curious. It was a year and a half ago for that, but it is the same ADCC rule set, and that was kind of done by blessing of ADCC. And and
1: Roberto Jimenez, if he gets a leg locker round one or two, I don't see him lasting very... Like I mean historically, that's very been very like long. his big
0: weakness. Yeah. And so it's like he is ranked number six right here yeah. in the bracket. He's but a, if he he's, gets
1: somebody like Nikki, even like a Nikki Ryan, could probably like t- take his leg yeah. off, or like Andy Varela, mm-hmm. like yeah. the La- two of them, give him, give him or Lachlan. Taza, or Taza, Taza or Locklin.
0: Um, it'll know. be interesting, and he can bolo and get around guys, and, and yeah. he can take anyone's back in the yeah. world. I just think he has he where well, is the guy in this bracket. Not to talk too much about like potential matchups yeah. this week that has the biggest like x factor he, i was it, really it also surprised depends, that he won the trial
1: yeah it also depends if we get like the the crazy looking uh brazilian trials winner
0: where he's rubbing his where hands he's in like the ru-
1: yeah he's rubbing yeah. his hands in the mat and looks like a crazy person mm-hmm. like if we get that a if we
0: get the guy that looks like he's next level like absolutely yeah. can beat uh, most people in the world um but if we get the guy that that struggles with you know the leg locks yeah that the ADCC is not the place to to have that problem um,
1: so then we go back to Cade when yeah. wins against um, Majid in East Coast trials yep, for
0: ADCC so right. that's not a match we will probably yeah. see unless it's an opposite side finals yeah Cade has a win over PJ Barch at East Coast trials finals again yeah. not a match those guys will probably be on the so we probably have Cade on the opposite side of the bracket as Varela Dude, if we have well.
1: a PJ versus Majid match That'd be great. I love both of them. I love both their styles, and I think it would be interesting. Yeah,
0: that would be that would be a super fun hot fire. Again, yeah, there is literally not a match at seventy seven that you can make that I'm not.
1: Oh yeah, they're really all they're all great. For. Like every they're other division, has a match
0: was like, ah, eh, that would be you know maybe not a fun match at seventy seven. Every single one of these, I'm gonna learn something about the game. I'm gonna learn something about how the matchup's gonna play, and I think a lot of these guys have been playing really close to the chest. With like what you're seeing out of their camps, oh yeah, I think guys are doing that more so than they ever have before,
1: and they should. Yeah, because you shouldn't be telling them what you're working on. So, I mean, unless you're unless you're like your uh, your one dude that just like executioner chokes everybody with his
0: like oh Barry Yoshida? yeah, only showing you that he's gonna yeah. be an assassin choke, and then and he does it a
1: million yeah. times. Like unless you're that, like you you gotta have you know that kind of.
0: I would do. I would love to do a seminar with Yoshida okay. on that. Uh, we have PJ Barch. He has a loss to Varela at ADCC West Coast Trials. Again, even though they met already, they're probably they're going to be same side because they are teammates. Yeah,
1: because they so they're, they're tenth both 10th
0: planet. planet. Even though they don't train in the same room in the same part of the country, they're both uh, representing. PJ
1: ten- is California and Varela is Vegas. Yeah,
0: it's not really. They're different.
1: Uh, you can drive between. The you two can of drive, them. but you don't. It's three hours. It's like five. Is really? It's like three hours. Like five hours. It's like three hours. Hmm. It's like us in New York.
0: Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, we, it's the mean, same we drive out there to train sometimes.
1: I take the train.
0: Uh, fuck driving. PJ Barch has a win over Dante Leone at Grapple L- Fest, it's a ref decision, but he does have a loss to him at Nogi Worlds in 2021. Yeah, so I remember watching that match, and,
1: and it was it, it was a points match. It was, but it was yep. a very good match between both mm-hmm. of them.
0: But again, not not either in ADCC, so eh, probably not a main match we see unless it's finals. But Dante's a medalist versus Barch, who is a trials winner. Yeah or sorry, not a trials winner, very reasonable that we could see that matchup yeah. on the same side of the bracket because of, like, the credential yeah. there. Uh, P. J. has a, bo- a loss to Nicky Ryan, who's number one. That was the match, I think, that Nikki Ryan blew his knee out, correct?
1: I believe so. I think
0: that was the one. And, again, looked really good. Like, that was a that was a very interesting match for both guys stylistically. Um,
1: yeah, because it was some weird, like, Nicky Ryan came up weird. Yes. Like, it was like a wrestle-up that just... He's didn't
0: was over leg, and he finished the match out like props yeah. to him but so that was the most that's one of the most recent Nicky Ryan matches we have he was a guy that was really weird to pull for this kind of exercise because doesn't have a ton of like no matches with the guys in his division
1: no he doesn't um, at all
0: he was like that. I he's think, also
1: smaller I believe he yeah. was historically smaller and he's been out for a minute
0: mm-hmm. pj has a win over oliver taza at nogi worlds and that was a decision win on uh, 2021 and he has a heel hook loss to him to taza at 2020 in pj fanatics yeah which again kind of similar to the fight to win rule set um in that in that way so not an adcc but definitely have matches pj, PJ also has a long time lost uh, long-time loss. Long-time. Has a loss in 2018 to Hanatho Kanuto on points in Kasai. Yeah. So again, Kasai has pretty dissimilar rules to ADCC, but still did kind of favor action in the same yeah. way. But again, that match at this point is four plus years old. Yeah. So I'm not sure how much they're going to, you know, they're going to consider that. Yep. Uh, Majig Haid has a loss to Michael Gavao at ADCC Trials Finals. Would be pretty shocked if they put them on the same side of the bracket. He also has a loss to... Uh, Jimenez at Polaris be a choke yeah so
1: yeah you never know where they're gonna put him mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he's you, also a
1: late replacement so yeah, he's
0: he's not he's a non-trials yeah. winner that's a late replacement he has a style that's fun great for ADCC yeah. but with the with the guys that did well at trials but didn't win they they usually get slotted into the like the 8th or the 16th slot or yeah. at, at really at best the 14th slot yeah. which is reasonable considering like you really can't put them above someone who won a trial. yeah, exactly, or who like is already an invite for other reasons on their own. I think that's reasonable. So, Rajig is a guy that I think could definitely surprise a lot of people. Um, he did make it to the finals of Brazilian trials. He did, but did get taken out by Mike uh, Gavao, and then got taken out in his other trials run by
1: someone that he had actually won against. Was it Navaranga? No, I don't think so. it was.
0: A guy that also didn't win trials.
1: Yeah, but it was a it was a guy that he had won against on the first round of Brazilian trials
0: at the previous trial. Yeah, yeah, so so, was and it like and I and
1: I believe it was an overtime loss. It was it wasn't like
0: definitive. Sub. It wasn't. Was
1: was yeah, it was close. It was close.
0: Yeah. Um, so JT Torres was fun to pull for this. Uh, he has wins over Lachlan Giles at twenty seven ADCC. At IBGDF Worlds in 2016 and 2014. And that's it. So this actually threw a big wrench into kind of my thoughts for the division. I was like, JT has not been super active recently. He's gone kind of come back. He, he and did
1: a couple opens. He did like the Colorado did, open or something like that. But he only had like one match because like the other guy never showed he up.
0: Hasn't been in a major in no. a while. Hasn't been at really. We haven't seen him against like top. We saw him against Wagner yeah. in that one of those matches. And that was a good match. That P J that sorry, that um that J T won. Yeah. But he has fourteen guys or sorry, fif- yeah, fourteen guys in wait, fifteen, 15 guys, guys in his division that he hasn't faced and every single one of those dudes knows has exactly watch JT yeah. Torres's game and his footage and his instructions it's like, Oh I'm sure that's the guy to beat
1: yeah. in my
0: division. That is always a really interesting prospect. It's like the only guy you face is another veteran, Lachlan, who's right now seated you know bottom pretty, five of the division low. yeah um which again given his lachlan's historic performances in his weight class not in the absolute which he like is a but monster I'm sure,
1: but i'm sure also that some of these gentlemen in the the weight class also grew up watching jt torres yeah. so their their styles time. are going to be very similar to his mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see if he has the ability to kind of Adjust push, a, and, push a, and push a game that everyone knows yeah unless he's changed up his game in the Which last couple probably years probably has like and for
0: everything we've seen in his training footage yeah. like it doesn't i did a like
1: seminar that. with him like two or three years ago did you like, really in the middle of covid in the middle of covid i, yeah, I, I did a you. seminar with yeah with him and with him and hanger and he taught uh headquarters passing um that was one of those seminars where I didn't have the guts to actually roll with either of them. And I should have rolled with both Hinger and Torres. Like, yep. I, need to, I need to be that person that does it. But you live, and, you it, live but, and learn. And, yeah. like,
0: you know, some of my, my, my most fun rounds have been, like, seminars where it's like, yeah, well, they roll with yeah. you. And you're like, oh, look at that. There's levels to this. Um, I think that's, in pulling this, that was the, one of the weirdest things was that, oh, he has, like, he has faced Lachlan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, and Lachlan, again, had we did we pull Lachlan? Mm. I think we might have not pulled no, Lachlan we didn't for pull this Lachlan. but I don't think Ian Lachlan's not past couple of years hasn't
1: yeah I don't think he had very many right very many
0: um, uh, into William Tackett who right now is ranked number five in this men's 77 yep. kilogram division he is. he has a win over Varela at ADCC West Coast trials 2022 yep. uh, go back and watch that match it was fire it came after a phenomenal weekend of great matches, and you can kind of learn a lot from Tackett's game and Varela's game. Um, Varela is super, super aggressive. I don't think that's a rematch that they put up early because of like how exciting it could be, and that we just saw it. Yeah. And Tackett like won. I think it was a decision win, or was it a points win? Did he get? Did he get his back? I think. I don't remember. I remember what happened. I'll but look. It, I'll look it up. I remember it being. I remember being oh very very fine with Tackett winning that, um, but it was close. But again, not a matchup we're probably going to see with Varela being, Eh, Varela's like middle, you know, kind of ranked about eighth, ninth, and Tackett's fifth, so they're kind of close. Which potentially you could see him swap it was points. Brackets.
1: Four to two.
0: Yeah. So again, a very close match, but a lot of fun. Tackett has a loss to Michael Galvao, who's number one by decision in 2021, so pretty recent loss. They're also ranked. Galvao as second. Tackett is fifth in this bracket probably not going to see them. He has a win over Dante Leone, who's number one of on the same event via Calf Slicer. Um, In
1: 2021.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure how I want to like think about that one.
1: Yeah, It I was pretty know.
0: definitive, but it, I think it was a, a, a kind of a flash. I think it was the Calf Slicer th- arm through Yeah, that he kind of pulls it. Um, and again, Dante is a medalist. But Tackett has a win over him recently. Well, that's I, it, why,
1: and they're close. They're yeah. One's plus 300, one's I Plus would I would
0: guess that they would put those guys on opposite sides because there's a recent submission loss yeah. in a partner organization like flow on who's number one. Again, very dissimilar rule set, yeah. but recent submission loss probably opposite sides. Uh William Tackett has a loss to Cade Rotolo by ref's decision at ADCC East Coast trials. And
1: see, this is why it gets so complicated when you do brackets, because you have people like Tackett, who've, who has won against like half of the bracket right. at some point. Wins and losses. So then big, you're well, like trying to figure out where he, they go. And you swap the him. And, you, and you, have
0: to make, you have to make judgment calls. And because we're not organizing the tournament, I'm guessing at yeah. like what you're going to call it. I can kind of I can push into why I would guess that. But it's an interesting exercise. Uh, but has a, has a loss to Cade on decision, probably opposite sides. You have Attack, also has a loss uh, at Jits King in 2020 uh, to Jimenez on points. So those guys are right next to each other. Attack is 425. Jimenez is a plus 450 underdog. Like very, very close. Uh, but that was also two years ago. I don't think either of those guys were black belts at the time a lot's changed yeah so and a this, lot's changed this division I think is really interesting as well because you have you a lot have, of
1: newer black belts
0: yeah and you have a mix you have like Majid is an old school veteran black belt but still pretty young yeah Lachlan old school veteran black belt pretty young Hanato Kanuto, old school veteran black belt Tommy Langecker old school veteran black belt JT Torres old school veteran then you have like guys like Dante been around for a bit Davi Ramos old school veteran and you have Barch Varela Um, Roberto Jimenez William Tackett Cade Micah all guys that are like younger that are like really really so it's this is the this is the most I don't
1: know I think I would I I think I would also separate some of them out like Micah Cade let's say Nicky Ryan are all like under 21 right I
0: think Ryan is
1: Ryan might be a little bit old but they're still young I know he's 21
0: we looked this up Nicky Ryan's twenty. yeah
1: they're young young
0: Cade's 19 yeah Nicky Ryan's uh 21 Micah's 18 18 he's 18 yeah now. like
1: and that there
0: Mena is I think and is I want 22 I
1: I hate saying this but there is a difference between an 18 year old and a 30 something year old absolutely
0: like there's like a, there's, there's a, a reason difference. like we see look go look at Cade in ADCC at 66 as a child in 2019 yeah. and then go look at him versus Gary Tonin or yeah. sorry Ty like that's a different dude in a couple of years like yeah. that doesn't even resemble the same person.
1: Oh, the other thing I just thought about this like off the top of my head is that Majid hangs out with the Riatolos cuz you always oh, see a, them all surf together yeah, all the time. Yep. So they might actually put Majid and Cade.
0: That's a really good point. I don't so, know
1: I don't know what they'll do with them because they, they like
0: do they train together or just hang out together?
1: I don't know and because does because care? it's normally yeah it's normally like you see it's like AJ Agazarm is yep. it AJ Agazarm AJ Agazarm AJ Agazarm at sixty six yeah because so. AJ Agazarm like like coaches Majid and then Majid like surfs with the Riottolos Yep, and, and then AJ
0: and, hangs out with Ty and Kate at Athos yeah because so. now
1: AJ is part of Atos yep. now
0: uh do we, do we miss that actually are there any other Athos people at sixty six
1: no, because Cole is AOJ. Yeah, and, and, they, and they made this a couple of years ago. Yeah.
0: So, another interesting thing is JT Torres is probably not representing Autos anymore. He's probably representing Essential. Yeah. So, potential. But again, depending on how ADCC views that. And I think they've I, I just think thought, said I just thought about something else, something.
1: too. Do you notice that there are no TLI people in this entire event?
0: Oh, that's a first.
1: Because Kerchik really? would be your only 8, yep. your only TLI. And, Makin, and I just thought Ali's about not here yeah, I just, Shane's
0: not here this yeah, year. Yeah, because I
1: just thought about JT Torres used to be TLI back in the day. Yeah. Because he tells some funny stories yeah, about those Kim days. Yeah, and
0: Keenan and the whole fighter house. Yeah, yeah. The whole fighter house thing. And getting so, raided
1: by the cops a couple times. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I just think it's really interesting that if Majid is potentially hanging out with the Atos guys, if potentially you're going to see him... You know, if they consider JT still reps Optos on the yeah. big events, but I do think he represents his own thing. I think he does, essential too. Jiu-Jitsu.
1: I think essential because um, Fionn yeah, Fion is also is under technically essential. under essential now.
0: Yeah. So let a couple more we got. Uh, Renato Canuto has a loss to Tommy, Han- Tommy Langacker at 1FC, like, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, and that was a pretty definitive loss. Again, significantly different rule set, but very recent yeah. definitive loss. And he has a 2018 loss by Triangle Armbar and. uh, And IBJJF at the Euros. So two losses would see that factoring in if they can – uh, Canuto also has a loss to Dante Leone at Kasai Pro in 2020 and a win over Dante Leone uh, in 2019 at Kasai. Yeah. So Renato Canuto also has a win over 80 over Taza in ADCC 2019. Okay. So that again if the you, remember your ADCC matchups or matchups you are not going to see again unless they're finals unless they can they cannot avoid it and this is a division you can probably avoid it in. So yeah, because
1: they're both lower ranked in their yeah. division, so they can kind of go up. Op-
0: probably opposite sides yeah. either way. Um, Nicky Ryan has a win over P.J. Barcher, who's number one. Which is and, a knee blowout. Yep, and he has a win over Dante Leone at Road to ADCC, and that was on points in 2021. Yeah. So I think they'll also consider the ADCC Road to ADCC stuff.
1: I think they should put that because uh, like it's it, a lot of. It was into endorsed
0: that. by ADCC, and it was refereed. This I think very very similar to yeah. the World Championships.
1: It just wasn't the whole uh, half. Your match is sub only. Half your match is points. It was really? all. It was all points, wasn't it? I don't think so. I think no, it was it, ref's decision. It was, the whole thing was, it was no points. It was ref's decision. No, no, was, no. It was, I think
0: it was regular and then I think there was no overtime. Oh, okay. they, would, they didn't go to overtime. They but went they to the But
1: they didn't do points, right? Was yeah, it sub only? I think they did. Okay, like, I'm, I'm going to Google this. I'm going to Google I think that was the
0: I think that was the point of the event. Although it's been yeah. one year and we don't remember. Of course it's one year. We don't remember the exact, how the exact matchup went, the exact point structure of the organization. Um, so that's all we have for 77. 77 is going to get, we're going to get a ton of matchups. I can't wait to talk about potential matchups next week. Uh, I think we're going to get too far into the weeds for 77. If you're listening to this section of the show and you, there's a match you want us to talk about next week, shoot us a DM and we'll see if we can, if we can do it. On to 88, we have mandatory matchups. We're going to have Atos, we're going to have Hinger, we're going to have Ty, and we're going to have Hulk. Those yeah, all Atos. We did talk about on the pre show, we weren't sure if, because Hulk now has his own gym that he's made in Portland, um, yeah. if he going ra- to
1: I think it's technically not Eugene. Portland. Yeah, Eugene, Oregon. Which is like slightly south of Portland. Yeah. But that if he's going to actually be technically Atos or not. Right. But Ty was a student of Hinger, right? Because Hinger yeah. is the child, the, ch- the kids the coach. Child coach. The child coach. The kids coach. Yeah. And so Ty technically grew up. Underhanger, hanger yeah which is interesting to think about
0: so that'll again i think that we're gonna see those guys on the same side of the bracket i would be pretty shocked if suddenly like hulk's been gone for six months or a year and they like don't consider him part of autos f- as far as 80cc goes yeah. because i would guess that andre would Probably still coach him if he's not against a teammate. Yeah. So, you know, think about that. Uh, 88 bracket, we have Mateus Dinez, your champion, at plus 25. We have Lucas Hulk Barbosa at plus 140. We have Ty Ritolo plus 150. Mason Fowler plus 250. Pedro Mourinho plus 350. Wagner Hosha plus 375. Josh Hinger plus 400. Sanji Hobero plus 500. Giancarlo Bodoni plus 500 uh, Isaac Michelle plus 600 Jacob Rodriguez plus 950 Isaac a 1000 Owen O'Flanagan plus 2000 Alexandre De Jesus plus 2500 Santeria Lilius 2500 and Roberto De Frias 2500 um, I think we have the biggest kind of range we have four guys yeah. that are 2000 or above in yeah. this bracket and then we have a returning we have a returning champion and we have a bunch of guys that are we have three guys that are less than plus two hundred. Yeah, you know.
1: And we have we have uh, we Mateus
0: have shit little rematches. We in have this one. yeah,
1: we have Mateus and Lucas that have won against each other like a bazillion times. Yeah.
0: So Deniz, your returning champ. Deniz has a loss to to Hulk at BJJ Stars in twenty twenty one. That's that's
1: that's that's the whole
0: in, in my note there. Hulk won while asleep. <laughs> yeah, so that was he that did was that match. He got choked out. Was up on points. Ref didn't call it, and then we had. About 15 minutes whole, of determining, like, yeah, a, was the out what, or was he not, did Yeah, and what
1: happens, and if somebody goes out and they don't tap, like, do they still win?
0: Very close match. We have Deniz has a, a lost a the a Hulk. Hulk in 2019 Pans, be it points, a win at 2019 Worlds. If you haven't seen that match, go back and watch that match. Uh, I, in my note, as the wildest reversal ever, that was the <laughs> match where... Um, the Niz was choking Hulk with a collar choke and then Hulk reversed it and choked Mateus with the same collar choke <laughs> and won the world and it was just like holy <laughs> shit yeah. what did I watch so that's that match I
1: love me some Hulk he's yeah. fun I love he's both fun fun of Yeah, they're both Hulk, but Hulk,
0: Hulk pushes action yeah. and this is a funny one because they've gone against this so many times you wonder in ADCC how different it looks Hulk has a loss uh, t- sorry the Niz has, has a, a loss Hulk talk at PAN's 2018, and in Worlds at 2018, the has a loss to hanger at Nogi Worlds in 2018. Again, four years ago. How much has either of their game changed? And I don't want to see, think, either of their games have changed No, because No, and I watched
1: I watch Hinger's matches from this weekend, because he did Master Worlds this weekend, yes. and, and Jiu-Jitsu Khan this weekend, and his game is still, I mean, exactly the like same. It looks like Hinger's
0: game. But he made some changes in 2019 to win uh, Silver in 2019 yeah. for ADCC, but... Not 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 adding a ton of different techniques no. to his game that we haven't seen him before. I kind of see it going similar to the way it did before. I kind
1: of I kind of appreciate the fact that he did uh Master Worlds this weekend. Yeah, going two weeks before. Like fucking, two weeks. I was like,
0: not even two weeks. Like yeah. less than two. weeks. Yeah. Uh, no, technically, technically two. two yeah, weeks before, two weeks. Which is just like good for him. He's probably already in Vegas though. Yeah. And so he's just gonna stay in Vegas, I guess. No,
1: he probably drive back to San Diego. It's oh, like,
0: right, it's close. Five hours, maybe. God, those lucky dudes. Yeah. Uh I dropped my brother off at the airport today at 4 a.m. To fly to San Diego, oh really? To go back to drive across the country to come back here. Oh, long story.
1: San Diego is beautiful. I've
0: never been. Uh, we have Deniz has a win over Hanger at Kasai in 2019. That was a rear naked choke. Deniz has a win over Hanger at 2019 the ADCC. That yeah. was on points. I, again, I see us not seeing that match unless it is a finals match because we already saw it in 2019. And like they're not going to do a change. I think
1: they're also going to do a like a. Hanger Hulk or Hanger like Hanger's gonna get either Hulk or Ty, like pretty pretty early in the bracket. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's it's like, either one or two. I yeah. think I think Hanger, I think you're gonna have. I think we thought about this. Um, I forget if Hulk medaled at ADCC last time. I think he got taken out by Gordon, so he didn't. I think you're gonna have Hulk facing one of them first, and yeah. the second one will be Ty and. Um, Hinger because Hinger's a medalist, yeah. so they're gonna put Hingers in the second round yeah, so. with whoever that is. Yeah, um, would be would be my guess of how that's gonna bracket. We'll talk about that next week. That's a that's a really interesting one because again, it's weird to watch. We have a couple guys that are like you're fighting your old coach. Yeah, like, that's weird. And Gordon and Gary talked about how weird that was too. It's like yeah. that was the worst match ever, um, where you have to like you have to choke, you have to try to beat your own coach yeah. in a tournament. Like oh, uh, I can't imagine the stress that that causes um Hulk has a win over Bodoni at Subversive in December 2022 that was very recent he also has a loss at Nogi Pan's December 21 and a wins at Pan Am's Absolute in 2020 and in the division in 2020 as well so they've got have faced each their a bunch yeah. of times but most recently Hulk has the win at Subversive technically and it was close and
1: technically Bordoni is Lucas LaPrie he got I his. I think bla- he's
0: new wave now. Technically. Yeah, but I
1: think he got his black belt from L- Lucas Lepre. I think that's correct. So I don't know how he, because I, I think. But
0: he's been at New Wave for a true. year, and he's like training with Gordon that yeah, squad. True. Like I think, I think that they will bracket him as a new wave guy. Yeah, true. There's no. Of there's no one
1: else there team. to really worry about either. Yeah. I um, mean, you have oh, what we didn't say before. We have Isaac Michelle and Jacob Rodriguez. They're oh, both, I missed that. They're yeah, both B-teams. They're so, both B-teams. So
0: that is a matchup we will see second round. Um, they both have a rough run, though, especially with with the most recent couch yeah. match that we saw from J-Rod. I think a lot— like, yeah. Somebody said it. I think I forget who it was. They are like, man, it's going to be really tough for him to close those holes this close to yeah. ADCC. But guys have just seen that works on him. Yeah, It's like, woof, that's rough. So that will be rough. Again, that will be a match that we will see because they're both B-team if they both can make it. But again, Isaac Michelle is plus six hundred. Jay Rodriguez is not plus nine fifty. It that's gonna be a rough go for both guys yeah. to get through because they're, they're
1: gonna have to get through one of the top six. Ooh,
0: I mean, depending problem. on the bracketing, they possibly yeah. could also have to get through one of the lower now.
1: No, they're gonna have to go through the top. Yeah, you're gonna part have to go bracket. through your
0: top your top six guys yeah. in yeah. in a way based on their based on who has faced who. Um my note for Ty Tolo at you know, number three in this division at plus one fifty um ty has tons of lower weight stuff yeah uh, he hasn't won
1: against any of these people
0: no he has no no parallel so, and it'll be N88. it'll be
1: interesting to see if how well he does against larger opponents
0: yeah i mean he's gotten like, a lot bigger it's just oh yeah two years like you he's he's now an adult he's coming into his own body like 19 year old i can't say kid a 19 year old young man it rapidly developing the yeah. game i'm very curious like does the strength of a guy like Sanji or Wagner or like a guy, even Pedro Marino is pretty young too, but like yeah. Mateus, like how do they deal with a guy like whose name is literally Hulk? Yeah. Like and trying and to like <laughs> impose on you in a professional, the biggest organization tournament in the world where it's like, yeah, there's nothing nice about me. I'm going to use every leverage and attribute that I have against you. I'm, I'm very curious. Again, in the rooms that the, both those guys have been in, yeah, definitely it's not, something it's, they've seen. Yeah,
1: it's not like they've grown up in a weak environment. No. They're definitely growing up in a harder environment. It's just they also haven't, or at least Ty hasn't had this kind of test yet. Yeah, a
0: ton of competition against those guys, in anyone in the bracket before. Yeah. Um, Fowler has a win over Bodoni at who's number one in 2021. Yeah. So that's the only one for Fowler. Again, Fowler uh, was at this division last time. But pretty much everyone that was in here prior is either up or down. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really interesting. Like Craig Jones, a couple wins and a couple matches against Craig Jones. Craig is up at 99 this time. Um, Pedro Mourinho has a win over Bodoni, a guillotine in 2021, the IBGGF Open. Pedro has a win over Wagner at Nogi Worlds on points and a loss to the third coast grappling Kumite 2020 in points. So two years ago, he also has, <clears throat> Pedro has a loss to Mateus Diniz 2019 ADCC. So that's a matchup that we don't see again.
1: Well, so, they're also both in the top six, so yeah. they probably will be matched with the lower six. Yeah,
0: but I think that's it's yeah. we're going to see Pedro and Mateus probably on complete opposite sides. Yeah, because they have a, they actually have an ADCC World Championship match against each other. Uh, Wagner has a win over Hinger in 2021. 2021, at who's number one. Wagner has a win over Bodoni at NOGI Worlds by decision in 2021. Wagner does have a loss to Ty, and this again didn't pull up on Ty's record when we pulled it. Uh, in 2019 by ref's decision, so that's the only one that yeah. we have, you know, for Ty. But again, that was when Ty was a child. I
1: like how we have Wagner draw Wagner BJJ bet.
0: Huh. I don't know.
1: Is it? I wonder who we we meant to say was that it Hulk?
0: as Hulk? Wagner. Yeah. So yeah, we're into the, we're into page two we're of gonna, the notes here. We're gonna look because um, we
1: were trying to.
0: We've done, we've done, again, the best we can with two people in a, in a basement, uh, pulling up 198 different records of people with... If you've ever tried to pull a jiu-jitsu record, uh, good luck, because it's like looking up a kickboxing record. Because sometimes stuff's not there, sometimes guys are misspelled, sometimes they're out of order, sometimes they're different order, sometimes the names are wrong, sometimes the names are changed. It's, uh, it's very, very interesting. Um, Hinger had, does have a win over Azakiba Hentz, who's also in this bracket, kind of dead in the middle. Um, oh, sorry, at the end, at plus 1,000 in 2017, and that was like a guillotine Dars combo. But I think in the interview that I did, um, with Hinger in 2019 after he won, it's on the Grappling Rewind YouTube page, you can find it, uh, he talks about that. I, I'm not sure, but he may talk about that, or at least I talked to him about that. It might have been at another time off-camera. Off Regardless, Really interesting division. Did you find it yet?
1: No, because it's not it's not there. Yeah. So it was... It might have been another... It might have been, like...
0: Somebody else. Somebody else. So, again, 88, very interesting division. There's, there's a there's lot
1: no of... There's no way for me to check at yeah,
0: this point. With, a lot a of, like, guys that are very... like not, They have very low odds to win and a lot of, like, close favorites at the top. So, interesting division. Moving on to plus 99, the mandatory match... Yeah,
1: he be, went against Sanji Ribeiro.
0: Oh, Sanji B.J. Bet? Yeah. Okay. So he's got to get Sanji, BJ Bat. Uh Sanji, again, also another guy, historically has not gone against a ton of the guys in this division. There's a lot of like newer talent in this division in a way that there wasn't in 20- Like The guys really were barely on our radar in 2019 in this division. Yeah. It's interesting. There's a
1: lot of newer, mm-hmm. newer blood in this division.
0: Uh, plus 99 does not have that problem. Yeah. No. Uh, plus 99 are mandatory matches that we're going to see Luke Griffin and New Wave. Luke Griffin and Mergali are both new wave. They will have to meet in the second round or in the first round. Um, And let's go through the the odds for this one. Plus 9-9. Kainan Duarte, your former plus 9-9 division champion, now has dropped down to under 99 at... Uh, 130 underdog. Yuri Samos is a plus 170 underdog, and that that actually surprised me a little bit. Historically, yuri has been up, but now him dropping down to under 99, he's placed ranked the ranking number two. Yeah. Craig Jones is plus 175. Nicholas Margali, four no gi matches in, plus 300. Interesting. Uh, but again, all the gi accolades like that yeah. that is really interesting. They just watching him. His most recent match um, versus Lovato. And like how he did in that match, like apparently yeah. the odds makers are really favoring that heavily. It's interesting to see a guy with that little Nogi experience have that level of confidence going into a Nogi match. But all the world titles in the Gi I'll apparently make up for it. Um, Pedro Mourinho is plus 300. Same thing as Margali. Paul Ardilla is plus 450. Patrick Gaudio is plus 450. While I'll... Rafael Lovato Jr. is plus 500. Vinicius Trator Fajera is plus 500. Devonte Johnson is plus 550. Elder Cruz plus 650. Luke Griffith, uh, trials winner plus 800. Kyle Bain moving down to 99, under 99 plus 1,000. Owen Livesley, late replacement here, um, we just got last week, plus 2,000. João Costa plus 2,000. Henrique Sassoni plus 2,500. And Pedro Teponin plus 2,500. So as far as mandatory matches, again, we have to see Luke Griffin and Mergali go second round. That's interesting because both guys have an have a possibility to uh to make it to their next round. Um Luke Griffin's only a plus eight hundred and Mergali's plus three hundred. Like we yeah. could actually see that match. Um we're probably gonna see kind of Duarte versus Henrik Sassoni or Pedro Toponin, because Pedro's a you know, plus twenty five hundred yeah. odd there. Um, is most likely a match that we're going to see your first versus your sixteenth. I don't think anyone would not have kind in this division as pretty solidly number one. Um, but if he you, does If you a, look
1: at the two ends, you could also you could also see a, a Craig Jones versus Owen Livesley, which would be an interesting match because Owen would just try to like wrestle and be aggressive, yeah. and Craig would just try to pull and mm-hmm. and scoot around.
0: It'd be, again, and it would be I think stylistically, very it'd be very It'd be interesting,
1: it'd be interesting so if they. That's another thing is like a lot like of the B
0: team guys. We have not we've seen a ton of their wrestling on Instagram. Yeah, but I
1: don't I don't think if I was a smart person that I would try to wrestle Owen Leslie. No, he's a Commonwealth <laughs> Games medalist. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. again, Owen's a guy that we've seen a little bit on Grapple Fest and yeah. on Trials. I mean he'll
1: throw the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, he's
0: I mean he's a I think he's a Commonwealth Games gold medalist he in is. judo. He is. He in twenty thirteen, I think was Yeah, it was, was a,
1: the, it was a long time ago. Yeah. But he's I he's mean he's a black
0: belt in jujitsu. Like yeah. he's got a really
1: I think interesting standing, game. he's going to definitely mm-hmm. be imposing. I
0: think he's going to throw a lot of guys off because he is a human brick shithouse yeah. to take down. He's and aggressive. We saw that and, he's gra- ag- and he's aggressive. Yeah, we saw that in his GrappleFest matches. Like, yeah. Go back and watch his matches on GrappleFest. You can kind of see, like, woo, Kaiser kind of struggling with him on the feet. He has made a bunch of highlights in that organization, yeah. in UK organizations, just like, with his Greco and just getting in on guys in Nogi, he's slippery. He's hard to get a hold of, and he can bite the lock very, very well. I think he throws a big wrench in this division. I think it's reasonable to have him at plus two thousand yeah. because he does he does have the loss to Lucas Griffith, Luke, sorry Luke Griffith, in trials. But you know, I think. But I think he could two thousand he,
1: definitely gonna gonna create some problems for some of these guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It really depends on like just how he looks. Um, let's go, on. let's go into rematches that we have seen. Yeah. Kind Duarte has a loss to Mergali at 2021 IBGGF worlds again, in, in the, the G uh, also has a loss 2019 Brazileros, but does have a win at spider in 2019. Oh, uh, again, all in the G because it's Mergali. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only people that Mergali has faced in and, this. And bracket.
1: Lovato. And Lovato. Is Lovato
0: of on this one? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Lovato. Yeah. And Lovato. Has also faced Lovato recently. And, and then Mergali just recently beat Rafael Lovato jr in uh, who's number one yeah. uh, by points, right? Or by decision. Decision. Yeah, pretty yeah. pretty comfortable decision. Kynan Duarte has a win over Kyle Baim, at who's number one in 2021. Kyle Baim again, moving from plus 99 down to under 99. Again, the same as Kynan. They, they were both at plus 99 prior. Um, then, interesting enough, Kyle has actually said that this is kind of his last run in grappling. He's going to kind of transition over to MMA. So this is he's putting everything into this last run before he makes that jump over. Um, so we can see a guy with nothing to lose going out on top, or you could see a guy that has his mind focused in other places. Yeah. Very, very kind of interesting thought with the mentality going in there. Uh, of Duarte has a loss? Uh, Victor, uh, Victor, sorry, Vinicius Ferreira, Trator at the Brasileiros in 2019. Uh, Duarte has a win
1: at Kasai Pro. At Kasai Pro
0: in 2019, <laughs> uh, that was that was over Craig,
1: yeah,
0: and over somebody else. And uh, win, has a win over Mergali in 2018. <laughs> uh, that I don't know what happened to that note there. Yeah. Uh, again, Kainen is obviously your first pick here. Again, unless a guy like Craig can get to his legs. Again, oh yeah. So the Kasai win was over Craig. Yeah. That was like a bolo, a half bolo to like yeah. a pretty quick, really naked choke in 2018. And
1: then we have we have Canyon losing to Tim Spriggs, who's not in this yeah. at all. Yep. By by leg lock. So mm-hmm. hopefully that loss by leg lock made Canyon like kind however you say his name i, I, yo, I asked him kynan. to his face and he was kynan. like either
0: is fine and i was like no kynan, that don't, doesn't don't, that doesn't help yeah me, that man. doesn't
1: answer my question
0: it was, at, it was after uh i interviewed him at dcc interviewed him at fight to win kynan? and uh, i was like off off the cameras i was like hey like how do you want me to pronounce it i was like kynan or kanan he goes it's fine and i was like i did not like press because he was like nice yeah. enough to give an interview yeah. after he had just fought nikki rod again yeah. two weeks later but I was like, this doesn't help me. I have to talk about you on the show for the next couple yeah. of years. And, like, I'm going to butcher it for yeah. the next two years until I figure so, it out.
1: So, Kainan. So, Kainan
0: Duarte. Kainan. Obviously, number one. But, again, does have that leg lock kind of question mark of, like, yeah. well, can a guy like Bame grab his leg and break it off? Or, yeah. you know, is Bame going to get, you know, top position like, like we like, saw him versus Spriggs? Yeah. Um, we have Yuri Somos has a win over Devontae Johnson in 2021, um, who's also in this division. Uh, Yuri's most has a loss to kind of Duarte in ADCC on points they're gonna be opposite sides yeah you know that's that, that is that is one match in this division with because there's not a ton of rematches in this division those two dudes opposite sides only see it in the finals um, and I think Yuri Yuri is ranked really high here uh I think this is not where Yuri should be based on his most recent match with Roosevelt Souza in fight to win. Okay. Like, I think Yuri should be significantly lower here. It is interesting that he is ranked so highly. Um, Maybe someone knows something that I don't. But that recent Roosevelt Souza match kind of made me go, hmm, Yuri was not the same kind of powerhouse that he used to be in the division. Yeah. we have Yuris also has a win over Lovato in 2019. Uh, that was, I think, right after Lovato came back from Bellator, retiring from MMA. Um, but Yuri looked, you know, good yeah. in that match. Craig Jones has the loss to kind by Rinder Kachok, 2019, at Kasai. Devante Johnson has the loss to Patrick Gaudio at 2020 in BJJ Stars. That was only by an advantage, though. Yeah. So very slim kind of margin of error there. Devante also has a win over Paul Ardilla in 2019. Paul ardilla the West Coast Trials winner. Yeah. Um, which is interesting that Devonte is actually ranked plus five fifty, yeah. and Ardilla is plus four fifty, and they are four people apart.
1: And and the other thing to think about, and maybe you don't put as much into that, is Paul Ardilla is a full time uh, attorney in Georgia. Like he's barred, he has Atlanta? clients. I think outside of Atlanta. Outside of Atlanta, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a full time attorney, and Devonte Johnson runs a gym in New York. Yeah, so. Devonte is training probably twenty four hours a day mm-hmm. and Ardilla is not. We so, can see that. It, it, so and that's interesting that you have somebody that has a, a full time profession albeit I'm sure he still gets a lot of training in. Mm-hmm. But uh somebody who's not and I mean maybe for ADCC he put, you know, his his practice on hold. Right. Or his, you know, job on hold for a little bit. But that that's definitely something to think about.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, I mean, we saw Ardilla, but again, Devante didn't win did he win
1: trials? No.
0: He didn't win trials for East Coast. He I think he was he was invited. And then He was like second. Yeah, Ardilla did uh, win. Yeah. And he won the second he won the West Coast trials, which was, I think, yeah. I mean, we can both admit the harder of the two trials. Oh, yeah. That definitely. was like a crazy. And I'm not
1: saying anything against Ardilla. I'm no. just saying that, you know,
0: when Yeah, when when we talk about this list or these guys, like I'm trying to speak objectively about like what we're seeing. Everyone here is well, absolutely the and best. And what I'm saying is
1: if you go through the list, Canyon, Yuri, Craig nicholas pedro all above him are all full-time jiu-jitsu guys yeah all ardilla, world champion level people yeah ardilla is full has a full-time job as an adult and then below him that is some gangster shit yeah be- i just realized that like, below Tinas, him world
0: champion yuri world champion craig jones yeah. uh b team second. and, yeah, and like second I'm, adult, I'm looking Margali, at like i don't i don't
1: know that any of the other guys have other professions rather than Jiu jitsu. They just or be grappling. Yeah, it's crazy. Good They're for Ardilla. I mean, I think it's great. I think Ardilla is amazing because. We talked about
0: that last week a little bit yeah, because Ardilla is yeah, a guy that. That's some crazy it's like, stuff. He is just. He also
1: has a brother, I think, that also I is a so. higher level grappler that he trains with that's like the same size as him. I
0: think so. The thing we talked about Adella last week or two weeks ago, it was like he just is a guy that's better than average everywhere like consistently yeah. like he's like everyone else was like oh they they're he's, really good here not as good here yeah. like Ardell is a guy where it's like he's not like he's not the best anywhere but he is st- comp- he is stronger than average everywhere yeah, so it's like exactly. he's a hard guy to game plan against because you can't push him out of a phase where he's not going to be like yeah. very very good and so I think that probably leads to why he's ranked so high in this division because it's like well how do you beat the guy it's like ah he's like He's really tough to beat everywhere. Like Kainan, you can heel hook Kainan. Like Yuri, you can bet. Like Craig Jones, like you can stay around yeah. him. Like there's other guys you can kind of plan for. Ardilla, it's like, ah, uh, kind of like he's going to be good everywhere. Yeah. So he's going to be really funny to beat. So that was, I think, a really interesting prop star Ardilla for, for getting that plus 450. Uh, number six, I think, of the division. Yeah. For good the for fight him. to win rankings. Um, but again, Devontae does have a win over him three years ago in 2019 on points uh that's all i got for plus 99 or oh, sorry yeah. for under 99 moving on to the fucking crazy division i think it's very reasonable to call it that uh plus 99 this division has five former or returning champions in it this is an ADCC first uh, i went out and trained with john hansen who's the east coast trials winner for this division a couple of weeks ago with zach who's also on the show um and did a ton, ton of interviews with John talking about this division, his thoughts for this division, his prep for this division. That will come out after because we don't want to kind of blow John's training up in his spot. Great interviews, great insight and interesting th- insight to this division. Uh, there is a possible bracket here where you have to fight five world cha- four world champions to win. It is a possible bracket that you could get. Yeah. And uh, I just, I'll leave, I'll leave it there. It's going to so be a rough go for some here of is, these guys. So here's the rankings for it. We have the only favorite to win a division now in the entire kind of odds that were given to us to fight to win. Gordon Ryan is a minus 450 favorite, which is steep. Felipe Pana, plus 300 underdog. Nick Rodriguez, plus 350. Roberto Sabor Gabreu, plus 400. Joao Gabriel Hosha, 450. Victor Hugo plus five fifty. Vinny Magalese plus six fifty. Orlando Sanchez plus eight fifty. Max Jimenez plus eight fifty. John Hansen plus eight fifty. Roosevelt Souza plus nine hundred. Daniel Manissuri, Big Dan from New Wave, plus a thousand. Damon Ramos plus twelve fifty. Hasim Rita plus twelve fifty. Helsinki Jusila plus twenty twenty five hundred. And Josh Sanders plus twenty five hundred. This has the biggest spread of any division because again you have Gordon you know at your favorite plus yeah. four fifty, almost and a three thousand point spread. But you also between.
1: have you also have Josh Saunders, who is I think a brand new brown belt.
0: Mm, I, I think, think I looked think him up, so. and he's did he win as, as purple belt or did he win as brown
1: belt? I think he, I don't know, but he he, I'm I'm assuming he's a very he's a newer brown belt. I think so. I think so you cool. have a newer brown belt versus some very uh established versus
0: belts. again. Almost half your division. Or sorry, yeah, more, which, more I than mean, fourth but year you division. Have, you also
1: have like Nicky Rodriguez uh, that's just a beast. Oh, yeah. Silver so so, medalist. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, over almost half your division. As a if blue not belt. He was a blue belt. Blue belt. Yeah. yeah. Got, got on the podium, got his purple belt. Yeah. Over half your division almost is medalists in this division. Five of them are guys that have won. Yeah. Like that speaks to... Vinny, you won, I think, in 2011. Yeah. Okay, so former champions or returning champions. Gordon Ryan, two-time... ADCC champion, weight and absolute in 2019. Um, Silver medalist the prior year in 2017. Uh, Won his division as well, I think the prior year as well. Uh, Felipe Pena, super fight entrant last year versus Andre Galvao, uh, division absolute winner 2017. Um, I think also a division winner, but he may have just been absolute champion. We have Orlando Sanchez, winner. Cyborg, winner. Vinny, winner. All of those guys are in plus 99. Good luck. We have mandatory matchups that we have to see if they make it that far. We're going to see Gordon and Big Dan going to be probably in second round versus each other. We have Cyborg and Roosevelt Souza, both representing fight sports, going to be on probably second round matchups. We used to have Gutenberg-Pirada in this division. He was repping fight sports, but he's out. Um, He was replaced. So we only have two. We also have Felipe Pena and Orlando Sanchez, both representing Gracie Bada. Those guys will be in the same quad. So we have three people. We have three basically. Three of the four quads in the bracket that have been decided. Yeah, so this for might be an actual be.
1: easier one to bracket. Yeah. out of all the so brackets. So when I
0: interviewed John Hansen, we basically went through one of the interview questions. Did you? Yeah, and he basically John like because he's in the division. Yeah. He's like, this is how you can bracket it. This is where guys should go. This is probably where guys will go. Yeah. If you make, if you think about it like this, or if you think about it like by this, these are quite kind yeah. of the brackets that they can get. Um, and it's it was wild to kind of hear him talk about the prep and how his team preps and the footage. It's, It was a really interesting experience to go and like speak to him about it. Um, As far as who we're going to get, we're probably going to see Gordon versus Josh Saunders um, in the first round, or Gordon versus uh, Julissa, uh, the trials winner for European trials. Um, Because, again, rankings, Gordon is favorite. Those guys are at the lower seeds. We matches. Gordon versus Panda 2022, the verbal tap that we saw in Flow Grappling. Um, We also have an ADCC loss. In 2017, that Penna beat Gordon. And we have the 2016 match, Studio 540, that Penna beat Gordon. That is not a match that we are going to see unless it's in the finals. It yeah. will be opposite side if both those guys make it to the finals. We, I can guarantee you that is how that will be bracketed. It would be a travesty if it was bracketed in any other way. Gordon has two wins over Cyborg. Once at ADCC via heel hook and once an IBJJF via DQ at the last second when Cyber was smacking Gordon and finally got DQ'd yeah. for it after the fourth time. <laughs> Gordon does have a Vinny, uh, sorry, lost to Vinny Magalase in 2018 on ACBJJ. It was a points win. ACBJJ is a very different kind of rule set um, back then, now defunct, but it was the round, different rounds. Uh, it was a points win. That is a match Gordon wants back and has openly talked about wanting back. Would not be surprised... Um, if they
1: don't put them near each other.
0: Yeah, we yeah, honestly, they because could. because it's a rematch and Gordon has yes. so few losses, it'd be interesting. But again, and
1: because it's he, a match that Gordon and wants, because though. he's a favorite.
0: He's a favorite. He's a favorite. And Vinny's a former champion, too. Yeah. So, so probably he could pr- other sides could, of the bracket. Yeah, um, We used to have Vinny and Kyle Bayman here. That was the fourth quad. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, Gordon has a win over Max Jimenez at Nogi Pans at both weight and absolute by Rear Naked Choke. So probably don't see that match. Gordon does have a win over Job Gabriel Posha by one point at Kasai in 2018. And that was the match he blew his knee out in. Oh, okay. So that's a match that we've talked about for a couple of years. It'd be very interesting to kind of see again because that was one of the first matches um, in a little bit there that we saw him, like, tested in a weird way. That was right near the Vinny match, also in 2018. Um, I think Gordon has significantly improved his game since then. But, again, very, very close match with Zagabiro Hosha in the ADCC rule set may go differently. You never know. Uh, Felipe Pena has a win and and loss to Gordon. Um, and then Felipe Pena was last year not in ADCC in his division because he was against Andre Galvao in the Super Fight because he won the Absolute versus Gordon the prior year. Yeah. Gordon Ryan winning the Absolute last year is now in his division and kind of doing something unprecedented fighting, fighting in the Super Fight and a division. No one's ever done that before. Very interesting to Gordon to do both. Pena also has a win over Max Jimenez in 2021. Nick uh, Nick Rodriguez. Nick Rodriguez, silver medalist for ADCC, B team member. Uh, no other B team members in this division, um, you know, nope. because Nick is Nick is the big dude. Uh, Nick Rodriguez has a win over Orlando Sanchez in 2019. Probably not going to see that match again because Nick is now a medalist, or Orlando is a um,
1: prior is prior a prior champion. champion. But that it was a match but, but that was ADCC. Yeah. It was a
0: match in ADCC. Nick does have a loss to Victor Hugo in 2020. Again, that was like. Fresh blue belt Nick Rodriguez, yeah. um and then he has a decision loss in 2021 to Victor Hugo on third coast grappling. Nick has a win over Cyborg by decision ADCC 2019. Um, again, not a match we probably see because we already saw it. Cyborgs a champion, and Nick has a win over John Hansen at ADCC trials, West Coast trials in 2019. Probably not a match we see because we've already seen it in an ADCC. But the role problem
1: set. is with this is you start falling into a lot of situations like that. So we right. might actually see some of these matches.
0: Yeah. Um, the Victor Hugo one is one I wouldn't be surprised because that's the only one that, that we haven't d- seen in ADCC. Yeah. Although it is two losses for Nick Rodriguez in substantially yeah. different rule sets, you know, makes you kind of wonder, but all four quads are kind of accounted for there with um, Victor Hugo. Or sorry, with uh, Nick Rodriguez, because the Orlando, the GB quad, he has a match with. The Fight Sports quad, he has a match with. And John, John Hanson's not in a quad because yeah. he doesn't have a, a teammate in the bracket, but potentially could see that one again there, yeah. um, depending on how you bracket it. Cyborg has a win over Max Jimenez in 2021 Worlds, in 2018 Worlds, and 2017, the IBJJF openweight and the Absolute. Cyborg has a win over John Hansen and Nogi Worlds on points in 2021 and ADCC 2019 on points. Not a match we probably see. We probably see John not in Cyborg's um, quad there for that. Cyborg has a win over Victor Hugo in in sorry 2021 Nogi Worlds, and he has a sub loss to Nibar in 2019, but did beat Hugo in the weight like right prior to that yeah. in 2019. That's actually two matches you should go back and watch because it was wild to watch what Victor Hugo changed up in that match to then submit Cyborg in the absolute, in the final. Cyborg has a loss to Nick Rodriguez, uh, ADC 2019, decision. Cyborg has a win over Xabu Gabriel Hosha at the GP in 2019, and in 2017 Nogi World. So it's two wins over uh, Xabu Gabriel, and Cyborg has a win over... Vinny at 2017 CC West Coast Trials Superfights so again probably not a match we see two former champions with ADCC matches under an CC rule set even though if it was the Trials Superfights so that does it for plus 99 again I think this really is Gordon's division to kind of lose in people's minds like it's you know if he fucks it up that's he is a substantial he's not like a 100 or 200 he's a plus 450 it, favorite yeah
1: yet. it'll be it'll be interesting if he does lose what happens yeah how that, that affects his mentality
0: how going into into the andre match yeah. because i think andre in watching the penna match it gives me a lot more kind of questions for like well you know how good is andre's wrestling is yeah gonna struggle but it, it it makes that match a lot more interesting especially because the reality of it is encroaching with us yeah like oh we're a couple weeks away from these guys both being on the mat and us just answering these questions like, how is it going to go? So moving on from the men's divisions into the women's divisions, the women's under 60 kilogram division, Bianca Basilio, uh, your returning champion from 2019, plus 120 underdog, Theon Davies, plus 140, Bia Mosquita, plus 250, the 2017 uh, ADCC champion, Brian St. Marie, your trials winner for your West Coast trials, US trials. Uh, plus two hundred and fifty. mysa Bastos, definitely the smallest woman in this division, plus three hundred and fifty. Elvira Carpennan, plus plus fifteen hundred. Big jump there. Yeah. Uh, Adelaide Frontero, or front- I can never get her name. Brazilian For- trials winner. Fornarino. Fornarino, plus two thousand, and Julia Mele, plus plus two thousand. So uh, a top-heavy division. Your former medalists there, and your former winners. Getting the slots interesting that Brand Saint Marie is a trials winner and mice Sebastos are right there in the mix you know yeah. within a hundred and fifty points of, they've also
1: both of them when we went through relatively haven't won against anybody else in that division right
0: so, so Bianca basilio so we this is this is basically who are Fion and Bianca gonna fight and that we we bracketed this out and we figured it out either way um Bianca Basilio and mice and Bianca a Mesquita, have faced each other a lot. Yeah, Bianca Basilio has a loss to a Mesquita at AJP Queen of Mats in 2021 by decision and in the World Pro-Brazilian Qualifier 2018 via armbar. Bianca Basilio has a loss to Fionn Davies at the AJP Grand Slam in 2019. Um, that was the Abu Dhabi Grand Slam. Bianca Basilio has a win over Fionn Davies at 2019 as a toehold, It's the finals, and the IBJJF Worlds, and that was a straight ankle lock uh, in 2021 and at 2018 World Pro. Bianca Basilio has a win over Alvaro Carpenin in 2019 on points uh, and ADCC 2017 by decision. Bianca Basilio has a loss to be Mesquita in 2018 overtime and in Brasilieros on points in 2017. Bianca Basilio has another loss to be Mesquita at ADCC 2017 in the finals. And that was a submission loss via Renika Choke yeah. for Mesquita to take that title um at ADCC Bianca also has a loss to Bia at the Grand Slam in Brazil in 27 on point 2017 on points and Bianca Basilio has a win over Julia Marie at 2019 AJP Grand Slam on points and in 2018 at World Pro
1: yeah the other thing you have to think about these women's divisions is that you have a. Uh- 60 kilograms and under, and 60 kilograms and over. So a lot of these women haven't went against each other because there is size... There are three plus weight There are size differences because 60 kilograms is like 132. So you have 132 and under and 132 and over, and it gets a lot worse when it goes... 60 and 60. over because you have people. You have Gabby
0: Garcia and you have, you know, a 150 pound yeah, woman. So, exactly. You have a big striation. That was one of the things that Mo, the event coordinator for ADCC22, was looking to change, you know, pre COVID, leaving 2019, looking to add three women's weight classes. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because the event got pushed back a year and they had other, you know, other things that they had to deal with with that change. Yeah.
1: You need a middleweight class in there. Yeah.
0: And that's, you know, and the discussion is 55, 60, 65. But, you can make, a, bu- you can make yeah. a bunch of thoughts about how to do it, but I think that's something that we're going to see in the future here because Mysa Bastos doesn't have, you know, has no matches against any of these women that we could find. Um, because she's considerably Because she's like three weight classes below yeah. most of them. So um, we have Bia Mosquita has a loss to Fion Davies, ADCC, 2019. That was the armbar in the semifinals. Bia Mosquita has a win over Fionn at AJP World Pro 2019 on points. Fion has a win over Alvaro Carpenen at the Pantheon Invitational in 2019, again, three years ago, and Theon has a win over Julia in 2019 at the IBJJF Berlin Open and the Absolute um, and at Pantheon 2019. Yeah. And then Julia Marie has a loss to be a Mosquito at 2019 World Pro. So
1: so there isn't a lot of matches with them against each other besides the Bianca Bia uh, yeah. situation that's been going on back and forth. and. Generally, be a mosquito wins yeah. over Bianca, unless you Again, if someone else, no she got taken out by by Fion. Yeah, and in that's and that was yeah. a huge upset win. Then, so yeah. that
0: again, we've, we we kind of talked. So I it think, a lot. I
1: mean, in all honesty, it in my opinion, I think mosquito should have been higher ranked. I think she should have had better odds to win.
0: Well, she has the loss to Fion.
1: Yeah, but which still In, in you, the rule set recently. You still have one, two, three, four, five, six, like yeah. Eight. yeah. Eight wins against your number one, right?
0: But your but your most recent, I you know, know. your twenty nineteen champion. I think still. I think it's reasonable to bracket this. I think it is odd to see Bia at plus the, the odds that she's at a plus 250 yeah
1: i think like, her, you know, she bianca be, basilio she should be like one 150
0: 150 i think yeah. is reasonable so bianca basilio right now is ranked 120 fion's 140 i might put some Bia's money does 250 i
1: might put some money on bia
0: look at 250 i like, i love i the sports bet on jiu-jitsu
1: i'm just saying you um, can sports bet on that shit and i think some i money. think
0: bia should be probably closer to 150 yeah. if not you know depending on how she looks against fion i can you know she has the armbar loss, but... And Fionn's looked amazing since then. Yeah. I think those and two And Fionn has changed closer. it up because she is yeah. now changing... She she's now at essential with yeah. JT. She's left her previous camp. I think that's closer, but, you know, again, very interesting... Very interesting odds for the division. Let's move on to... Uh, the plus 60 kilogram for the women's this is the who is going to finally be able to beat gabby garcia division and we've kind of talked about it matchups. Yeah. i don't want to talk too much about matchups now um a lot of people and a lot of women in the kind of that have faced gabby have talked about like, oh yeah we've kind of figured out what change what we need to do in order to beat her you know she now finally has a loss to the same woman in gi and no gi. People have kind of figured out what they need to do to beat Gabby Garcia, but no one's been able to do it in ADCC in a long time, or ever, I think. Um, Gabby Garcia has a win over Elizabeth. So, in the division, for women's plus 60, we have Gabby Garcia plus 120 favorite, Rafael Geddes plus 130, sorry, plus 120 underdog. Rafael Geddes plus 130 underdog, Kenda Rusling uh, plus 250, Amy Campo plus 300, Elizabeth Clay plus 400, Uh, Gianna Giovanna Jara plus fifteen hundred. Uh, can you give me her name? Because you can say it better than I can. Alef
1: Hera, Cristodolio.
0: Yeah, plus two thousand. Um, I'm try I'm, I will get her name by the end of ADCC. I'm just.
1: I'm to call her. We're gonna call her Ellie.
0: Ellie, uh, Nikki Lloyd Griffiths at plus two thousand. Um, Gabby Garcia has a win over Elizabeth Clay uh who's number one 2020 and that was by decision gabby garcia also has a win over kendall Reese, kendall at fight to win in 2020 again two years ago yeah. and that was by americana that was a sub i think that might have been in the gi if i recall correctly
1: uh was that the match where she threw her off the stage a few times mm, like she physically was throwing her off the stage i don't remember i mean it would okay. be a
0: very physical wrestle heavy match so yeah i was kind of surprised about it initially I, I
1: think it was an i think kendall was a newer black belt at the time maybe 2020 I don't know. I Maybe I'm thinking of another match, but if it's the match I'm thinking about, like...
0: It might have been the Clay match. I think it was the Clay match.
1: No, because Clay got under her. Yeah. And Clay got stuck under her yeah. and couldn't do anything.
0: Couldn't get the, the knee And I think Kendall
1: was the one that they brought in, and she just kind of threw her off the stage a few times. Like, <laughs> she was kind of, like... Yeah. Just trying to push her off the stage not really doing anything else. And it just became, like, this shoving match. match. Yeah.
0: We have Kendall has a win over Rafael Gettys, 2019 Grand Slam, and a loss to Gettys uh, via Guillotine at Who's Number One 2021. Kendall has a loss to Elizabeth Clay via Violent Armlock. That's that straight arm lock over the, yeah. over the top there um, in 2021, and then at Fight to Win in 2020 via Decision. So it's two losses. Uh, Kendall has a loss to Elf... Elf... What it? Ellie. Ellie. Uh, Ellie at World... I, I misspelled her name in my notes there, and it didn't help. At World Pro in 2021... And Kendall has a win uh, over Amy Campo at ADCC East Coast Trials 2021.
1: Yeah, Kendall didn't do West Coast Trials because she hurt her back. Yeah, she had a back yeah.
0: issue. Um, again, and reason I got an invite, uh, but beat did beat Campo at trials, yes. and that but that was the first U.S. trials for women yeah. because there's only eight, well, eight slots for women. Women only get only win a slot to the world championships on the second trials yeah. in a territory, but because they want to give more opportunity for, to fight in the rule set, they do it. And if you win the U S trials, you get a flight and hotel paid for you to go to West coast trials, which I appreciate. So thanks Tom to blast for that one. I think it's a, it's a good thing. And that so, goes
1: through all of our people.
0: That is, that is all the divisions. That is all the matchups that we could find. I know we're missing some, um, jitsu records are not very nice to look at. Yeah, they are, they are incomplete. We preview, we, a bunch of times in doing this we're finding like oh this is on this guy's record not the other guy's record or oh this matchup is listed differently or you know i appreciate it's actually something we can do now because you know prior to bj heroes it it didn't exist and bj heroes has gotten better and better and now we have bj heroes we have topology doing it we have flow grappling that has their own kind of system although flow absolutely needs to include the full name in the records yeah like the abbreviation of the name makes it not unusable but pretty damn close to unusable. Yeah,
1: especially people who have names. It especially with some of the um, G Souza. Well, S Souza. You also have you also have people that um are from nations that have multiple last names. Yeah. So you might not know the last name that they're then competing. Or guys
0: consider. Cause that's,
1: like, yeah, that's yeah. like a problem you get with IBJJF when uh-huh. you are watching that and you're looking at a name and you're like, I have no idea who that name is, but I recognize that person. That's,
0: that, that's his name. Okay. Yeah. Azaki yeah. Braz.
1: It's like, mine like, comes up as mine comes up as Ray Yost.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, no one would know my, my middle name is Ray. I'm yeah. giving out way too much information on the podcast now. So now you know my full name. <laughs>
0: so it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I would like to see, you know, I, I appreciate organizations that do build records because it's kind of a thankless thing to do. Yeah. Um, but it does help us. Like, it t- helps shows like I this, think this it and helps push us it, towards the legitimacy of a sport. Flow,
1: it's a lot easier now because they have a lot of those matches already online yeah. in their system.
0: And that's good. So we, actually, we can actually see, like, it linked. We see yeah. the links and that's always been my dream for, like, things like in Fight, even in Fight Pass. This is something I wanted for years and years and years to be able to pull up a fighter and then, like, hey, I just click, like, hey, playlist their last fights. Yeah. And it just puts all their fights in a playlist, and you can go watch their matches and like tab through. I hope one day we get there. So, like
1: a YouTube for
0: yeah, like a YouTube for our fighters, yeah, um, or grapplers and you know, practitioners. Because when you pull tape on someone, it's the interface isn't great, but if I could go to their profile, like almost like a smooth comp, yeah, and then click through like in the interface, like a smooth comp has, and go, Oh, this match, and look at these guys' last eight matches, here's the videos for them. Like for the tape study and the work that we do here in Grappling Rewind, it would make our job a lot easier. And I think those sort of resources help push legitimacy in sport because you can see like, oh, why is this guy such a monster? You can go point to his record. Yeah. And even like I think four or five years, I, I can tell you, four and five years ago, guys' records were not brought up in Jitsu. Like it was, oh, he's 91 and eight. It wasn't brought up. Yeah. You know, occasionally it would be like a footnote. Oh, he's undefeated in 30 matches. Like, it was a footnote. It was interesting. So, it, it, some people kind of kept track of, like, oh, yeah, this guy hasn't been beaten at brown belt. You know, it, or he's the first loss he took at black belt. But, like, you didn't quantify it as a number. Like, in, in MMA and in boxing, and like in, in fight sports, historically, someone, you know, this guy and his record, you know, he's 19 4. Yeah. In jiu jitsu, no one really cared for years. And nowadays, we're starting to see people's records be present in the things like topology and things like flow and things like bj heroes they're showing it as like a number like wins losses draws no contests and i think it it's an unfortunate side effect but i think it's also important to push the legitimacy of the sport where these matches have value they have weight and there's a reason guys are going and competing for those wins on their record and that that means a lot and it pushes the sport so um, i'm looking forward to it I can't wait for ADCC. If you have a matchup that you want to hear us talk about for ADCC or something that you think is going to happen, let us know. Uh, DM us at Grappling. around on Instagram. I'm looking forward to it. What's your week look like, Miranda?
1: I'm um, going to train, try to lose some more weight so I can make weight for the Open and yeah. uh, do a seminar with... Um, Cuyaterra on nice. Sunday.
0: A gi seminar.
1: Yeah, I might move it. To the the he's day doing, before you leave. He's doing Saturday and Sunday, so I might try to see if I can move the Saturday slot to the Hey, guys, uh, I'm flying out to sun- ADCC after yeah, work on Monday. I, I might, yeah, I might try we, to do that. Can we, like, can, we can I it? move? Can, can I, you I,
0: give me the knowledge the day before?
1: Well, he's there both days, so I can just, I initially picked Sunday because it was supposed to be no gi, and then it switched to gi at the last minute. Oh, uh, that makes for sense. For whatever reason, so um, I might try to switch that up. And, and make, they make, make my day traveling. a little bit easier, just because I have to get on to Virginia for it, and it's yeah, a little bit, a, of a hike. A bit of a hike for you. And then I have to pack all my crap because I haven't even thought about it, and I have to pack all my crap for weight cutting, which is going to be fun.
0: Uh, it's going to be you're going to be a joy to be around in Vegas. For a I should. I only there.
1: have a couple pounds. Like it's not that bad. Look, I hope it could you be have a, no pounds. It when could you get be. There, it could be a awesome. lot. It could be a lot worse. I'm only. At f- I have four pounds to go. So that'll be fun. It's we have the
0: other teammates competing out in Vegas. So it'll be fun to coach. There's three of us. Be part of that. So. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I'm really just prepping trying to clean the house prior to Vegas, so we can have someone watch the dog and not leave them a dirty house. So that's that's, that's really my goal this week. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to Vegas. I can't wait. Hopefully, to do a bunch of interviews out there, um, and really just create some great content for Grappling Rewind and enjoy ourselves. Like ADCC is what started the podcast, and it's kind of the reason why we do the podcast. Uh, and I love going to it and experiencing it, kind of all of this lead up. It it brings me a ton of joy and I absolutely love it. So yeah, that's my be a, prep for the It's definitely
1: going to be a fun time. and It is absolutely going to be great. Yeah.
0: So as always in the show, I'm your host, Manny. My co-host. Miranda. And we other graph from me you around, you see on the mat, whatever it is. Stay safe. If you like the show, please consider sharing it on Facebook with folks at your gym. It's the best way that we grow the show and we really appreciate it. You can reach out to us on email. We also have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Google+. Plus Until that shuts down. We have a website. If you have an event you would like to have us cover, please let us know. If you have a name, like most people do, and you'd like to have us stop butchering it, let us know. Reach out to us. The show is also available on YouTube, Spotify, in addition to iTunes and every other podcast service. We very much appreciate your time, and thank you.